0: The pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. Hello and welcome to season two, episode three of our podcast series. The podcast that inspires and educates through the sharing of real life experiences. I am Sheila, your host, and with me today is Ana De La Rosa. Joining in remotely all the way from Texas, Anna is the owner and president of De La Rosa Insurance Services LLC, which was voted as the number one insurance firm for small businesses in Pearland, Texas. She is a motivational speaker, a success coach, a meditation guru, and the founder and med and the founder of the Meditation and Mindfulness Project, as seen in the Mantra magazine. It is Anna's mission in life to empower women all over the world. She has the ability to spark something deep within her clients by giving them practical tips and tools to forge their own path. She also has a book coming up this year in 2021. Anna says, and I quote, the only thing standing between you and your goal is the story you keep telling yourself as to why you can't achieve it. Hello, Anna, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila.
1: Oh, hey, how are you
0: doing? Doing great. So glad to be here. Good deal. How glad. are you? Like, yeah. I'm great. I'm great. I'm glad you were able to make it.
1: You know, I, it's funny with the time change and the time differences. Isn't that great?
0: Yeah. yeah. Who would never know that it's two here and eight there. So how was it? Is about? Is it six minutes? Six six hours? Sorry, is it six hours? Uh-huh. Oh, I think God. so. I, so we'll be going to bed while you are still. You still have your life going on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly, isn't that great? That's why yeah. it works because I like to do things later.
0: Oh, do you work in you the know. night? Are you the oh, Are yeah. you the person that likes to work late in the night? I am, oh, I am. You're like me, yeah. Just I am
1: like
0: when the oh, yeah. quiet is in and everywhere is That's quiet right. and peaceful. Mm-hmm. You're able That's to work right. later
1: yeah. Yeah, and trying to get prepped for a live or interview or something, I literally have to get everybody out from everywhere that I'm at. Because everybody's crazy. <laughs> always interrupt. And they always do something
0: absolutely nuts. I get it. So how was Christmas um, in Texas? Oh, it was great. Oh. We
1: have so much fun. Okay. Um, I'm Every year I get a little bit better because I'm the one that preps from my house, like with okay. my mom and my dad. Okay. And then okay. I get my brothers okay. together. and. Then they get their kids and everything, so I kind of like do all the presents and do all the planning oh. and have oh. all the fun. Oh. So, um, next year I already know what I'm going to be doing, and I'm going to deck it out. I'm going to have everybody dressed up in ugly sweaters. I'm going to make my dad dress up in a Santa outfit. <laughs> Great! He <laughs> yeah. not know it yet. Yeah. Good. And you yeah. know what? This is the first year mm-hmm. that my father has come to me personally and said. You really did a great job this year.
0: Wow. Oh my God, I went,
1: oh, dad! I I can't believe this. This is like crazy, like nothing impresses him. Like, you're always trying to get him
0: to have a reaction. Wow, then you outdid it then, then you did a good job. Yeah, I did, I did. Wow, good. So it was great, it was great. Yeah, good. Can you, can you walk us through your trials and tribulations um, as you went through divorce, transition, and how you turned it around into a success story?
1: Well, you know, I have been married since I was 18. Okay. And we started dating at 15, yeah. Wow. And um, we had Hannah at 24 years old and then we separated at 38 my divorce just finalized oh, like four or five months ago. Oh. So we've been separated. Yeah. 2020, it was the final. Um, but the reason why we did that is because first we have a little girl together and she's 18.
0: Okay. okay.
1: And okay. I did not want to be completely out of the loop and not being able to make decisions. Get the and um, I did not want her to feel like it was totally separation yet until she was going to graduate from high school. And so, literally, he didn't plan it this way, I didn't plan it this way, but this is what the way it went. So, literally, we separated, and I'm kind of like a nomad, I go from Houston to Pearland to. Bay City, which is where my parents live, I um, travel, I stay in hotels, uh, I haven't stayed in my car yet, but <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, but um, I literally have made it to where because I was in a relationship for so long and didn't even know about being me, um, me or having a say or, you know, just kind of being the typical back-in-the-day Susie Homemaker, but yeah. I wasn't the one that was cooking and all that. I was a business person. I was the one out there, but you know, I never caused any issues. I just kind of went with everybody and was a people pleaser. Yeah. So, um, yeah. after a lot of work that I've done on my insides and my mental and just clarity and everything, I have gotten to the point to where I've recently closed my insurance firm down for 2021 after 9 years and i am doing coaching and all of the things social media and influencing 100% because that's my passion and i already lived that part of my life building the firm and then now i'm in a new segment so i am um, you know i have literally once our divorce finalized. I had a freeing, a lift, and was becoming visible now. Before, I was behind the scenes working it all the time, doing posts, doing quotes. I would never show up live. This is only like my third or fourth one to do this year. Ever. Yeah. So um, it's been a growth but yet I would not have changed anything different because I needed these steps in my journey Mm -hmm. to get to where I am today and to be
0: able to teach people and be knowledgeable. Does that make sense? It does, it does, it does, it does. So you have just drifted apart in the relationship for that Mm -hmm. long, you've just drifted apart. What, I just want us to go, you know sometimes we take so many things for granted, and we don't even know when something is happening right. I'm just picking an idea from everything you said. said, that, that is not your situation I'm, I'm saying, but right. sometimes we take so many things for granted and we don't know when something is going wrong, um, and let, let me create a scenario here, a scenario where you have everything you've always wanted and you may not value it that much until, because you're used to it You you could be used to your children being around all the time and you may not see the value of them when they are around but when they start leaving home like going to school or getting married and actually leaving home for that long then you begin to see the value in them and it it may be too late then if you had not done things the way you should have done because you've Mm -hmm. lost those years with them when you should have, you know cultivated more love with them. Yes. You know, in that sense. I for me, I think um just just in the in the sense of taking things for granted, which is not you, but it's just something that came I picked up from the you know, as you came. It's sometimes we take so many things for granted. And when I look at my children, for me, it's it's mm-hmm. a blessing for them to be around me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah because my story from the past meant I couldn't have children so to see Mm -hmm. them every day is just a delight and every time I think what can I do to make every day count so that when they are not there I'll have something to look at you know not just the pictures but just great memories and the fact that I cherished them and they cherished me so much sometimes I'm just then then they can ask for kisses and hugs over over 20-30 times a day and at the back of my mind I'm thinking don't you get tired you know but then it's something I'm giving out to them yeah it's driving and then they give it back to
1: me that's right and that's why we waited so long we tried to make it happen we tried to make it work and it was Hannah was 14 or 15 yeah. when we finally split it uh, mm-hmm. or split up split it Texan split up and so I was still ever there every day you know when he would leave to go to work I would come you know yeah. or um yeah. so I'm still the designated softball taker you know I would take her every time to practice and it, you know you just have those designated things and you don't want to make anything different for her because she's
0: already hurting yeah imagine that I can yeah. imagine that do you think that this is a different question do you think that our work our lifestyles as as people sometimes affect our marriages our relationships because Mm -hmm. from this part of the world what we see we run shifts with our partners so you are coming Mm -hmm. in and your partner is going out and in this time of the pandemic most couples have found themselves together in the house Mm -hmm. which is something they are not used to because that's right. Yeah. And it's called, it's causing a lot of rifts because they are not used to each other being in the house all the time. And it's causing a lot of rift. You, you keep running into the, your partner all the time and it's not been a part of you. It's not been the norm. So then it becomes strange, but you have to manage yeah. to live with it. Do you think that our lifestyles, okay, let me ask it this way. What do you think we can do for mm-hmm. the sake of the listeners? And those listening because we know it's, it's, it's a pattern men one one partner goes out at this time and when he's coming mm-hmm. in the other partner is going out and the children don't even get to see the family unit as mom and dad okay. at the table and eat they don't get to see that what advice do you think you can give to a couple that has that kind of lifestyle man going out a woman coming in what mm-hmm. can they do to stem up the family you know, what advice do you mm-hmm. think you can give to such people to fill
1: further- well, up? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I know that we were always together on the weekends and in softball. So we would, you know, all go um, on the weekends to her softball games and her softball tournaments. But during the week, we were scattered everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. if you can't do the weekends, maybe make it an evening. Go out to dinner every night. We did that every night. We never cooked. We went out to dinner every night, but we always were together at nighttime. Some people can't make it a breakfast, yeah. make it a lunch. Now you're together most of the time. You know, you aren't used to seeing each other, but it will get easier once you decide and make the decision to start doing something different because anything new is going to cause some, you know, ruffling of the feathers.
0: Exactly. So the the key point is the decision, making the decision
1: That's to it. Do it. Yeah. That's it. The key point. Decide. Decide you want to spend more time. Decide you want to have, um, you know, a, maybe a family outing, or maybe go shopping, or maybe just go to the movies, or whatever y'all can do at that time. If it's not that, hey, go to the park. Go for a walk. Take the dog somewhere, you know, or even travel. We always love to look at houses. Like we love to drive around and look at beautiful homes. And then during the um, holidays, it's like every night we're going out and looking at Christmas lights, you know? Even though it's taken us four years now that Hannah is gonna be graduating, it's taken us four years to start communicating again. Yeah, because we wouldn't communicate. We would just, you know, she would go there and I would go here, you know, whatever. But when we were together at the house and we were still not separated, we still did everything together, no matter what. Because we wanted to make sure that Hannah had that. And, um, but now it was our, this year was our first Christmas Eve to see each other. And actually, you know, we went to some of Hannah's events and, you know but it was like normal yeah but it took all that time to realize you know i wasn't the problem you weren't the problem maybe we were both the problem or we were growing and learning all these years and never had time to really know what we wanted at the time because we got married so young so young yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah but you really have to be mindful of not to play victim mode because i did that i played victim mode mm-hmm. and i didn't know i was But because he is Hispanic, and I am Czechoslovakian, there are certain culture things that we have that play a part. And that happens because you see your mom doing it, he sees his mom doing it, he sees his dad that way, I see my dad that way. And um, we don't realize that we've been programmed our whole lives, Mm -hmm. you know, up until we were like seven or eight years old. So we don't know any different. But then when someone starts growing and changing and getting outside of that custom or the box, Mm -hmm. it shifts Mm -hmm. the whole dynamic of the family and everything because that person automatically feels threatened. Exactly. Or Mm -hmm. if he's controlling or verbal abusive or mental abusive or something that way, and you start realizing I'm just pleasing and I'm not getting any me time. then that's also going to play a part in the way things work out. So the main thing is the person that wants to have the shifts when you're there or when you leave to keep going and decide because you have to think of yourself, if that makes sense. It does. does. Even if you've Mm -hmm. been that mom that stayed there for 20, 30 years or five years or whatever, or even dad, because it works both ways. It's not just a one thing. You could have someone that's in the relationship and the man's the problem or the woman's problem or they both can be the problem. It's just Mm -hmm. us being mindful and working on ourselves. Once we start working on ourselves, then the things around us start shifting automatically. (laughs) Yeah. So we've just incorporated Hannah into everything.
0: I think it's a beautiful thing you've (laughs) done. Mindfulness and meditation, what is it? It's
1: actually something that saved my life because I was building, you know, I'm in my nine to five and then I stopped doing that and then I'm building my business and you're go, 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 go. You don't ever think that you need to stop and take time for yourself. And I stumbled upon Kundalini yoga in 2014 what's that well, it's a yoga practice mm-hmm. and a modality so where you can incorporate mantras and energy clearings and there were just it makes shifts happen that I really didn't know about any of that back then oh, okay and when I started researching and checking out different things I really was attracted to that particular practice okay. because of the way I felt and just the difference that the stress was relieving, mm-hmm. the um, situations were changing fast and then once I started with the Kundalini um, meditations and yoga, I started trying all of the different ones and I think that it just helped me sleep better, it helped me become more present in the Mm -hmm. moment Mm -hmm. clear on what I wanted to do and it started to get out the stuff that was no longer serving me because I didn't even know about that because I never took any me time or anything to you know help me until meditation and mindfulness
0: Okay, that's really
1: what shifted it all
0: Wow, so that, that's one of the main things you do for your clients, is it? You teach them how to meditate when they are stressed or going to a situation. That's yes.
1: that's one of the keys, but basically I help them with their meditation and mindfulness practices, but whenever I'm there, I'm an ear to hear, and I give mm-hmm. suggestions and help them have those aha moments inside. Okay. you know okay. everybody has to do the work and I give them little things to shift some of their um, certain points or whatever they want to do in life to you know you know work one but mm-hmm. really it's me being there as a container okay. for them okay a safe haven and okay. each person is different because there's not really the same modality or same... Um, curriculum or workshop, or that's going to help everybody mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you'll everybody will get something different out of it because we have our own realities.
0: Yeah. Ex- yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. And so it doesn't matter um, if they need, they may need just a couple of weeks or a couple of months, they may need mm-hmm. a year or two. But I give them the option and the resources okay. to help mm-hmm. them. And if they want meditation and mindfulness only, then we go there. If they want, you know, helping with the um, business or getting the um, tools and tips and on them starting their business or, you know, how to be successful online. Wow.
0: Wow. wow. So
1: there's a lot of wow. things that I can help with.
0: Okay. Do but you, you just only... Have... To oh, that. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. Do you only empower women or... Everybody. You work with everybody, not just women. I
1: I I work with anyone and everybody that needs help, but my focus is women.
0: Is women. Because
1: I have been there. I've done that. I mean yeah, I have three brothers and I'm the only girl out of the family and young you know, the youngest one. But literally Mm. getting down into the root of a woman is what I can do.
0: Exactly, you know. exactly. So what gave rise to the Mindfulness and Meditation Project? And how has it affected your life for the better? What brought it about? Is it the, your divorce situation that brought up the Mindfulness Project? Yep. it is. Can we say yes. because... Yes. <laughs> sorry.
1: Oh no, I was going to say the Meditation and Mindfulness Project came about because no one really knew about meditation and mindfulness and yoga around in our area or but the only reason why I was so intrigued is because I was going through the divorce and the separation and I wanted others to know and I wanted to learn too so I started in interviewing so I could learn more about all the practices so, and then that's when I rolled it out
0: can we say because I want to emphasize on the things we do on podcast know that some people think we share remorseful stories that is not it at all but the thing is what happened after the story that is our emphasis here on podcast yeah. what yeah. were the lessons you learned because somebody That's may awesome. be going through that so we first we have to tell the story and then we'll be able to bring out the positive bits out of it so look okay. in your case you had to go through divorce to be able to learn meditation and mindfulness to be able to teach it to other people so then when we are going through things I always say that we don't look at just the negative parts of it we look at the positive bits mm-hmm. of it the strength okay. be derived from the things we went through the the people we became, how it shaped our lives, that we become impactful in, in the lives of others. Those are the things I want to see. And those are the things I want to bring out through this podcast for people to know that you may be going through that. Don't look at the negatives because troubles and trials will always come. But when they come, what do you make out of it? Are you just going to sit down and wallow in the sorrow and in the pain? or you're going to make something positive out of it so that you right. will become an asset and not a liability. So that's the main thing for podcast that's with so Beautiful.
1: That is so beautiful. And you know what? I literally left the main reason behind me starting my business and me getting on my journey of self-discovery was my brother committed suicide in 2011. Oh, and that was the turning point that next month I quit my six-figure my major you know career investment. and I started my own insurance firm and I used my tragedy into triumph mm-hmm. and I wow. used my wow. hurt into goals and production and building myself but I was still married I didn't even have a clue about me not being with him at that point But that's what was the very first stepping stone of me stop people-pleasing.
0: Wow. 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 For for me, if you ask me, I would always, not, not like going through trials is a good thing to me, but I always choose it over everything. Because through that I learned experience. I build up my um, tenacity. I'm able to toughen up myself. I learn my experiences. Nobody, when I was growing up, I was shielded. I came mm-hmm. up from a family that my mother would shield me. So I grew mm-hmm. up with the idea that everybody around me is good. You get yes. it? Yes. So nobody will harm me if I've not harmed them. That was my idea growing up like my concept, so I will not, if I'm not doing wrong to you, I don't expect you to do wrong to me. But I had to learn it the difficult way that it is when you're not even doing anything to them, that is when they want to do you wrong.
1: That's right. Mm -hmm. I've
0: had to learn it the difficult way. So for me, every stage of my life has been a learning process. Mm -hmm. Me too. And it's been a shock to me because Mm -hmm. I wasn't taught that way to know that. People are not the way you see them. They may come very nice to you, but Mm -hmm. they may come to help. You you get it. So I've had to learn to build my bridges and my walls and everything in the difficult, I've I've learned the difficult way. I was just a novice growing up in everything, every part of my life, I was just a novice. So for me, if you take experiences and trials, I'll pick that over anything because that is how I learn. Yes,
1: I totally get it. Yeah, and that's how I've learned mine, because yeah, someone can show you or teach you, but until you walk through the shoes, exactly, I don't think you really get it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And because this meditation and mindfulness and all of the different energy practices that I um, have adopted and helped show others has helped me fill out who is good in my life and not exactly
0: mm-hmm.
1: i've utilized i'm able to sense and get a very a more of a intuition and a little nudge or whatever your um way of knowing is but that's helped me the meditation and mindfulness
0: wow. 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 and it's needed is mm-hmm. if it can actually solve a problem then i think it's it's so needed and
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's so needed wow you've done a good job for yourself really Thank and i'm glad you. that you 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 know mm-hmm. you've had to learn to be able to help others as well like other people yeah yeah no. It's a good thing to way. always be a blessing or to be a source, an inspiration, or to be the one that people can come to for soccer, for help, for motivation. Oh, yeah. I think it's a bless, it's a great place to be when you find yourself. And I noticed,
1: yeah, I noticed like when I was younger, people would come to me. And then, you know, once I got older, people would come to me. But I didn't know how to put a bubble up around me where I wasn't sucked into the ones that had um, a motive or, you know, so yeah that's a big thing to look at too, that some people don't have a clue
0: about that. Yeah. I never had a clue about that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have a clue about that. I just had to learn as I went yeah. along to know who is, who is yeah. you, you get it as I went along. My God, yeah. I'm glad you really came today. So, oh, standing, love
1: you love
0: yeah. yeah, Wow. Standing in your truth to be able to navigate through life and business, Can you shed more light on that phrase?
1: Well, authentic and being real and, you know, growing up, everybody, you can't do that. Why are you doing that? You know, know, every time when you would go out to make something move or shake, someone would want to ask you, you know, why are you doing that? Or you shouldn't do it that way. And I think that because I've been through so much that I, it's my goal and my absolute love to have people speak their truth and stand in their truth by speaking in um, the most authentic and clear and, you know, finding their purpose and, you know, just making sure that they aren't being fake and sugarcoating stuff and okay. and just you know that's really the bottom line if you believe it live it and just follow your intuition and that's what it is
0: exactly. mm-hmm. okay. wow so if the roles were 10 today is there a question yeah. you would have wished i asked you that i didn't ask
1: you know what no there's not every question i love wow because i like when you bring the questions to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: because that it's your show mm-hmm. and i want you to be able to ask whatever you feel and if there's wasn't one that was here today then it wasn't supposed, was to, it be.
0: supposed to be here good wow.
1: <laughs> that's, that's yeah. right you hear my texan accent that's yeah. right
0: yeah that's <laughs> right <laughs> okay so where, mm-hmm. where can our audience connect with you yes I'm
1: um, um on Instagram all the time, as you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, you reached out to me, and yeah. I respond I respond exactly. to everybody. Yeah. Um, Anna, it's annadelarosa.com if you want to go on my website, or they can go to my personal page at the Anna Delarosa, or my empowerment page at um, Empower Women Quotes, Good. or my yeah. woo woo meditation and crazy page unfiltered. Um it's <laughs> manifesting junkie on Instagram. And then my dog has one. So I have to share him. He's oh, at chance dot the boxer. Yeah, he's fun. <laughs> yeah. And so like I have all the platforms, but really I love to focus on one and I answer my comments, I answer my questions and I just want to be personable and really um doing something different that a lot of people get too busy to do. And I don't want to do this. I'm not here to be too busy because that's what I used to do. I want to be able to focus and shower everybody with love that I
0: feel I need to. If that makes sense. It does. Just before you go, can you talk a little bit about your book coming out out this year? And yeah, just a little bit about it before we go.
1: Of course, Um, you know, I started my meditation and mindfulness project and um, started interviewing people in 2016 And on 1-1 of 2017, I rolled that out and I also rolled out my blog. So I would interview women that really like touched me or was making a difference. And then I was like, you know, I love this so much. So I started interviewing ladies and making it where this is the first volume. Of course, there's many to come. But I wanted to put the women on a platform and show others how powerful it is when you have a group or a tribe or people that are making differences because that's not really shown a lot. And that's really what I wanted to do. And that's what the book is about. It's about women and their stories. And that's it.
0: That's lovely. That's lovely. I love to empower women, so anytime I see a woman doing that, I'm excited because women go through a lot. That's not to say men don't go through a lot, but women go through a lot, a lot. And I think that is always good for the women who've made it to empower the others to also come. And I think it's a brilliant thing to do.
1: Thank you. And you know, it's you can do it. It's don't beat yourself up. Just start and yep. just keep chipping away at it you know we have yeah. the onion we peel away the layers we keep growing we keep going and just basically i make sure to let everybody know if you have a man by your side that's your rock and there. you know that is beautiful because we all should you know it's yeah. not yeah. about <laughs> beating up men it's not about that it's about us equal and sharing ideas growing together you know keep it moving and don't beat up on each
0: other or yourself (laughs) you know Exactly, exactly exactly so what will be your final advice to our listeners
1: make a decision to start and decide i mean just make a decision and don't get the perfectionism in the way because I did that for so many years. I had to have my website. I had to have this in place. I have to have that in place. And that really makes me not start because I want to make sure everything's perfect. But you know what? It's not. In general, in our lives, none of that. You just jump in. If you don't know what to do, research it. Because that's what I've done. I've done everything on my own. I've done all of my research and I just keep thriving and that's what I want others to do. But if you don't know where to start, reach out to me. You know, it's just maybe you need a little push. Maybe you don't. But as long as you write it down, maybe journal a little and make a decision.
0: Brilliant. And then the momentum starts. Brilliant. Brilliant. I'd like to say thank you very much for coming on today. And I believe your final words was even a blessing to me. Just make a decision and start it. Don't wait till yeah. so you get everything together. Just start it while you can. No matter how small it is, just start it. Wow. Yeah.
1: Thank you, love.
0: That's I'm so crazy. glad
1: you reached out and I'm so glad to be on here with you. Wow. From Texas.
0: Wow. It's a privilege to have you, on. It's a privilege. Oh,
1: you. Okay. Just let me know if you need anything.
0: Sure, I will. I will. So, if you've been listening in, this is season two, episode three of our podcast series, where we've been bringing your way seasoned guests with inspiring life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. We have a video presentation of this show on our YouTube channel. If you would like to see us in pictures, just search podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you will find us. On this note, we would like to say a massive thank you to all our listeners from the 17 countries around the world. This show continues to grow stronger and stronger because of your support. Podcast with Sheila is aired on seven listening platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share this episode if you were inspired by it. Have a brilliant week ahead until we meet again in a fortnight Happy New Year.